As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Now... Just so we can jump right on in, we are actually at Galatians chapter 5. Now we have reached, and, and, I, and I took my time going through everything that we see on screen here. So what we have is I spent a lot of time in going through Galatians chapter 5. And in going through Galatians chapter 5, we've learned a lot and for anyone that is new to the new to the Bible study, they are all in sequential order. So you'll be able to go back and find it and see where it is in there. So uh, I'm not going to go through the whole thing for the sake of time. Um, I might. So here we are. We start at verse one. Now, this is Paul again. Defending the ministry, defending the gospel, defending Christ and defending the grace of God in Christ. That's what this letter is for because the Galatians are slipping. The Galatians are starting to think maybe, just maybe, we might need to be circumcised because the Judaizers came in and started messing with them. Same thing religion does, same thing theology does, same thing that secularism does. Anything that they can to throw shade on your spiritual peace with God they will chunk it. It is a professional sport right now. It is a professional sport of making sure that if God is in your life, it has to be under some type of umbrella. It just can't be God and Christ. Just can't. It's got to be some umbrella. You got to be part of something for it to actually work. So with that said, I think Paul, we're going to, uh, Paul encapsulate this here in verse 2. And they see, behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you receive circumcision, Christ will be of no benefit to you. And I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. You've been severed from Christ. You who are seeking to be justified by the law, you have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, by faith are waiting for the hope of righteousness for in christ jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything but faith working through love that perfectly sums up where we're sitting at right now just in case you're new to the channel and you get into the bible study we are now uh, that, so basically in a nutshell the Judaizers are trying to force circumcision 
And they're saying, well, we're saved too, but in order to become one of the chosen people, you've got to be circumcised. Now, the Galatians, they're made up of Celts. They were conquered Celts. They come from a warlike tribe. They, a bunch of Bravehearts, you know, a bunch of Conans, you name it, Vikings, whatever. Warlike culture. After being enslaved, of course, after Roman, Rome conquered them, they stayed in this point of Galatia, and now many of them, I'm not saying the whole population, but many have come to know Christ. So they have been freed from not only the Roman yoke, they've been freed from their cultural and tribal yoke as well. So now they are truly free men and women in Christ. They have never known this kind of freedom and peace ever in their life. And as they tasted it, and as they enjoyed it, and as they welcomed Paul, Paul says that right here, he gets, uh, he gets a little deep in here. Let's see, let's go ahead and keep going. So here we are. For you were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. And that's exactly what the Judaizers are doing. That's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to reintroduce things that the law governs, not the spirit. See, for the law is for the flesh. That's what causes us to be sinners. If not for the law, we wouldn't even know why we raise as much hell as we do. Why do you think we so many that are outside of God... And I'm not saying everybody, but those are what, what what is it about the Lord that caused people to be to, to spurn him? And they, you will commonly hear where well, I don't like religion. Well, the Lord don't like religion either. So that 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 argument, you know, if you if we if religion was even close to being true, nobody would be saying anything. But like I've always said, an atheist is 100 percent right about religion and theology and absolutely wrong about God because the two don't go together. One is flesh. One is spirit. But I'm telling you, that flesh is intoxicating. Oh, my Lord, that, that, that look, that flesh, our thinking, our eyes, what we're tasting, what we're hearing, what we're feeling, it's a big deal. And it has led many people down the road to hell. And you wouldn't be a sinner if you didn't partake in any of these fruits of the flesh. And trust me, we've all gone through. But Paul is saying that the works of the flesh, there are fruit of them that, guess what? Are now Paul is going to point them out and we're going to get to see a really good examination of each one of these fruits. Now, I could have went three at a time. I could have went this all at once. But I settled on two at a time so today and you're going to see where we're dealing with that so as we go down listen to this we go to verse 16 but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh sets its desires against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition to one another 
so that you may not do the things that you please. Now, I covered that in the last episode as well, so you definitely can go take a look at that. It's a roughly about an hour. I think I did pretty well on that one. But we've reached a point in the chapter where now Paul is trying to explain any time you'd start dealing in the flesh, these traits, these fruits are going to be manifested. Now, these Judaizers are showing these manifestations. And, 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 and guess what? And what do you think is happening? They're sharing these manifestations. And people are partaking in trying to get into circumcision. And Paul's warning them, you cannot go down this route. If you go down this route, if one man gets circumcision, because you believe at all, at any time, that if faith is not enough in Christ... And you have to go get your foreskin handled. You just separated yourself from, from the law of God. From the law of God. You just separated yourself from God. You are back into the same position you've just been freed from. Which goes back to verse 13. You were called to freedom, brethren. Only do not turn your freedom into an opportunity for the flesh. If you don't think religion has a fantastic monopoly on dealing in the flesh... Let us go ahead and go to our favorite chapter. And this is one that, uh, let me tell you, if anybody is in any kind of theology or religion, they hate this. They hate Colossians chapter 2 because it absolutely rips apart everything that they're hoping that wouldn't be here. So here is, watch this. We go to verse 18. Let no one keep defrauding you of your prize by delighting in self-abasement, trying to appease the body, circumcision, things of that nature. And the worship of the angels, not even worshiping God now. They're going after angels. Okay, and we keep going. Listen to this. Taking his stand on visions he has seen, inflated without cause by his fleshly mind. That fleshly mind is what we're going to be dealing with today. Not and not holding fast to the head from whom the entire body being supplied and held together by the joints and ligaments grows with a growth which is from God. Not hanging on to Christ. They starting to think with their own twisted fleshly minds. Well, Eric, what's wrong? Think with your mind. Nothing. If that mind is rooted and built up in God, then you will not do the things that will seriously end in your self-destruction and the destruction of others. I've always said it and I'll say it again. Sinners are both perpetrator and victim. We will both perpetrate a crime and become a victim of a crime of someone else and we will do it to someone else. It is the problem that we have as sinners. Why do you think we're so messy as human beings? We are horrible little creatures. The nicest person in the world could slit a wrist, slit a throat, turn up on forensic files. Oh, they were so sweet, but then they got in debt and things that you'd be surprised the depravity of a human mind. Good news is we get to find out. So let me go ahead and get to what religion tries to do. Verse 20. If you have died with Christ, the Galatians died with Christ, the elementary principles of the world, worldly teachings, why or as if you were living in the world, do you submit yourself to decrees such as do not handle, do not taste, do not touch, which all refer to things destined to perish with use. Now, we, we can go all day into exactly 
each one of those elementary principles. Summed it up for the sake of time. Anything that's man-taught wisdom that you think can get you through and at peace with God. Well, you know, religion teaches you about God. No, it don't. It teaches about idolatry. That God ain't in religion. Ain't never, never has been. Why? Because what religion has not caused victims? Don't worry, I'll wait. I mean, it's bad enough sinners do it on our own. Now we got to have a conglomerate of them. We got a whole corporation full. Do we have to talk about the Crusades? Do we need to go knee deep into the Holocaust? Do we, do we have to go into what religious fervor can do? You look, name the religion, watch the atrocity. It, it's there, trust me. Why? Because listen to this. These are, verse 23, these are matters for which have to be sure. Paul is saying, look, I get it. When you want to follow that religion, this is to those that love their religion, I'm sure it looks good. This is what he says. By the appearance of wisdom, by sure it looks like it's a wise choice. They have fundraisers. They have uh, uh, food for children. They do uh, meals on wheels. They supply backpacks and clothing for kids. Uh, they, they, they support widows and orphans. They donate all kind of time in whatever community events they needed. Oh, man, they are the greatest thing in the world. But there's a problem. Listen to this. So be sure the appearance of wisdom and self-made religion and self-abasement how you oh look at how humble i am look how humble we are in this church we donate everything we donate our arms when people don't have them we do it all man we do it all bambi could walk in right now and just curl in our arms because we are no threat however paul says and severe treatment of the body but are of no value against fleshly indulgence now what fleshly indulgence is paul talking about i'm glad you asked because now we can get deep into where we were where, where, where our, our our text today so but i say walk by the spirit and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh for the flesh sets its desire against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh for these are in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please so keep that in mind because now there is a lot to go through. Now, we're going to read them, but we're only going to concentrate on two. Because that's the best thing to do to take this in pieces. Because if I just run through all of them, we all go fall apart. Now, understand. Well, some of you guys are super, super smart, so you guys can do it. I can't. Not the sharpest uh, knife in the drawer, but I can still cut when I need to. So let's look at verse 18. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now, ain't that interesting that the Judaizers are trying to get people back under the law while Christ is trying to keep us free in the spirit. Isn't that interesting? Because in the spirit, it won't go. It won't even try and even think about leading you back to anything religious. It wouldn't do it. Why? Because you're free. You see, all that flesh. Why do you think it's what? What is the one thing you could do in religion that you can't do in Christianity with faith? You could be recognized. You could be known as, you could be back.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapters of the year. Reformed man of the year. You can you can get awards. You can be recognized by any president in office. You can be you you can go far with that title. But in faith, that's only measured and approved by God. You can get all the pats on the back you want. The only attaboy that's ever going to matter is God's. And that's why we're humble. That's why we, when you see Christians who are truly walking the Christian life, they're not, it ain't a sham to them. It ain't, we are not trying to put on a front. We ain't trying to be out there screaming and beating on our chest about look at us. Because if you look at us, you're going to see we're a ball of mess. We are fighting tooth and nail every day fighting against that flesh. But religion, you get to hide yourself behind that religion, then you turn into a Roman, you see, to the Roman Catholic problem. They can't keep their hands off anything young. You got the Baptist problem. They can't keep their hands off each other's wives and anything else. You go to the Presbyterians, you go to the Reformed, they can't keep their hands off the Bible and tearing it up and trying to make it fit what they want. Name the religion and I'll show you the prostitute that pushes it. It's that simple. So as we are here, but if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the deeds of the flesh are evident. So Paul's saying you, these are obvious. And I'm sure you guys have experienced these. Or maybe if you guys are honest with you, some of y'all have done them and have been in it, if you're honest. This ain't about judgment on this stream. We all about education. That's all this is about. I ain't judging nobody. Let me tell you something. In order for a sermon or a lesson to be preached or taught, the preacher has to be convicted of it or it has no weight. Bottom line. So listen to this. Now, the deeds of the flesh are evident. It's obvious, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like that, which I forewarn you. That It covered so much. Just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Practice such things. Those that are involved. Those that make a habit of it. Those that seek to be to perfect it. 
those that seek to try to hide behind religion and keep that thing down like I did. I tried to keep my sins from my family. Well, now I'm saved. I can now hide them things. They trying to come out so they can be so they can get out of this body. But I was trying to hide them down. And what was I doing? Digging a deeper hole. They got to come out. However, we're going to have to start with immorality and impurity. Now, on the right side here, you're going to see my notes. And I write as, as, I, as if I'm talking. So, isn't it interesting that we start with immorality? Look at that word. Pornea. Hmm. Sounds like porn, doesn't it? Because that's where it comes from. Listen to that. Adultery, fornication, homosexuality, lesbianism, intercourse with animals, sexual intercourse with close relatives, sexual intercourse with a divorced man or woman. There is a lot, and I haven't even got to impurity yet. We're just in immorality, and we, we just covered this whole spectrum of sexual interaction. Everything, in other words, of uh, immorality and in, 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 in impurity is promiscuity. I cannot... This guy right here definitely was an immoral and definitely was an impure person. I was exchanging beds like most people change socks. I wasn't loyal to nothing but what I could gain. Absolutely. And I wish I can tell you that that was immediately burned away after I got saved, but it is not. I have had to practice. I've had to quite literally beg on my knees. God, take this away. And there's some battles that's been won. Don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of battles. And even when I want to indulge my flesh, he's barred them door. I can't find what I'm looking for. Thank God for that. Because otherwise, I do it. I'm just saying that that was what it was. So in, in such a beautiful way, I also try to divorce myself from, from areas that will get me in trouble. You know, I ain't going to bars. I'm not going to... There's nothing wrong with if you as a Christian want to go out and have a beer with somebody and blah, blah, blah. Look, that's that's great. Fantastic. Remember, don't use the look. Remember what the Bible says now. Don't use your freedom to give an opportunity to the flesh. You ain't you can go have a beer. Now, you can't go get smashed. Because someone's watching. Well, look at Eric trying to be a Christian. He drank like 90 beers. Now he's doing the Macarena. That dude, then he go come up on church on Sunday and try to tell us and be pious in front of us. I ain't got no religion, so I can't do that. But that's what religion, it allows you to put on that fake cloak, that polyester, where it itches like the Easter suit when you were younger. That's what we got to do. Not we, but that's what happened. So, dealing with immorality, you know, one of the things that really hit me was intercourse with close relatives. Now, Leviticus 18 should be called the not list. My God, Leviticus 18 closes, slams the door, walls it up. It, it makes sure that you cannot change what's happening. So it's easy to look at adultery, fornication, homosexuality, lesbianism, intercourse with animals, sexual intercourse with close relatives. That's, that seems pretty broad and covers everything. But as you know me, we got to deep dive to find out. So we're going to go way back to the way back machine. We are going to Leviticus 18, and we're going to try to make our way through and see where we come. So listen, it, buckle up, because this is a lot. But man, it's going to give us some great insight into pornea and exactly, because that's what we want to do, right? We want to make sure that we have a clear picture 
of what it's like to indulge in the flesh in this immorality. Because immorality stretches across the globe. That is a common sin or a common fruit of the flesh. And let me tell you something. If you don't think it's that common, wait till we go through this list and one of us will, ra I'll raise my hand when you see me getting involved in it because I ain't special. If you see me trying to hide it, just know, hey, Eric, I got you, bro. You ain't that slick. So we started verse one. I know it's a lot, but trust me on this one. Then the Lord God spoke to Moses saying, speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, I am the Lord, your God. You shall not do what is done in the land of Egypt where you lived, nor are you to do what is done in the land of Canaan. So here's God took them from Egypt to the land of Canaan. So two idolatrous nations, I'm talking about massive idolatry. You got a lot of your Roman papacy and reformed theology beliefs from Egypt and Rome and everything else. So here's the Israelites getting getting pulled from one idolatrous situation to another and god is saying guess what you think he put them in a nice pristine little box and they couldn't no no because in order for something to grow it's got to be tested your faith must be tested so it can prove genuine otherwise how do you measure it religion can measure it by how much you put in the coffers how much you put in in the in the love offering in the building fund building fund that building had been built for years ago they still can't get somebody to fix a toilet you name it the the cat the, the preacher need a new cadillac he needs a new jet he needs to go to the bahamas he needs to get a new uh, bikini wax or whatever you can get all behind that but when it comes to your faith that testing will burn away you'll notice religion can't help you at all because the minute you step out of it or you fall in that immorality the real church will address it the fake church will kick you out faster than a democrat at a donald trump convention you getting kicked out maybe get assaulted on the way because you're gonna make them look bad you we don't want your kind in here let's keep going you are to perform my judgments and keep my statutes to live in accord with them i am the lord your god so that you shall keep my statutes and my judgments by which a man may live if he does them i am the lord now the lord gets knee deep none of you shall approach any blood relative of his to uncovered nakedness i am the lord so is what what um what Noah's children did. He went and got you think Noah built the first the first professional cruise liner. Only had only had a, a few humans on there. The rest of the animals got the first ride on a luxury cruise, a carnival luxury cruise. The first ones and the zoo was on it. So the first animals ever can tell you that carnival ride man was the bomb. They were the first ones on it. And Noah could tell you because he built it. But isn't it amazing? God wiped out the sin on this side of the ocean, so the, everything above it. And the minute Noah got a free chance, the dude went out and got hammered. And his children was peaking. Now, what's going on? How did we get here? How on earth did we get to sin, that immorality? None shall approach any blood relative of his to uncover their nakedness. I'm not trying to be gross. 
She ain't got no business trying to pull the clothes off your mom and your daddy and you're, you're young or half old because you think it's cute to be punked or put them on, on TikTok or real. You don't do that. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father. He's being very specific here. That is the nakedness of your mother. She is your mother. You are not to uncover her nakedness. Now, I want you to think about something. Now, for us today, us we're civilized folks, right? We're civilized. I only climb the windows every once in a while. I only bay at the moon on, on Wednesday. Well, after the Bible study, I'll bay at the moon. But, you know, we're civilized for the most part. But can you imagine God has to make these laws? Because guess what? Without them, people have done them. And here's the thing. If he's talking about it, someone was doing it. Yeah, that, that's definitely something to have at the family reunion talk. Yeah, definitely. You should not uncover the nakedness of your father's wife. It is your father's nakedness. The nakedness of your sister, either your father's daughter or your mother's daughter. Whether born at home or born outside, their nakedness you shall not uncover. You can't go messing around with your siblings. You can't even go mess around with the with, with when if daddy got, got another family pregnant and those are your those are your, your half sisters and brothers. You can't go messing around with them. Don't care how they look on Instagram, that's an instant no. Can't do it. And he covered, notice he covered the gambit, but we're not done. The nakedness of your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, their nakedness you shall not uncover for their nakedness is yours. You can't go after the grandbabies. It's sad that God has to make these kind of rules. I'm laughing, not because that's funny, but can you imagine this was going on. You have to tell somebody, don't try to uncover your mom and your daddy. Leave your brother and sister alone. And by the way, you need to leave the grandbabies alone. Because they're your flesh. Listen to this. We keep going. The nakedness of your father's wife, daughter, born to your father. She is your sister. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's sister. You can't go get your aunt. You can't go get your uncle. I don't care how cute you think they are. We are not. We're, we're not in deliverance. We're not hillbillies. We're not in the Appalachian Mountains. And we're not trying to start in the next wrong turn. We do not do those things. Verse 13. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your mother's sister, for she is your mother's blood relative. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your father's brother. You shall not approach his wife. She is your aunt. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your daughter-in-law. You can't, I can't even. Yeah, the daughter-in-law is now in the family. That's spiritual now. Can't go get the daughter-in-law. She is your son's wife. You shall not uncover her nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of your brother's wife. It is your brother's nakedness. You shall not uncover the nakedness of a woman and of her daughter, nor shall you take her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter to uncover her nakedness. They are blood revs. You can't go get your cousins. You can say first, second, third, 15th time removed. You can't touch them. Listen to this. You shall not marry a woman in addition to her sister as a rival while she is alive to uncover her nakedness. This is almost as bad as a Jerry Springer episode. It's like somebody said, well, maybe I'll just marry, maybe I'll, maybe, maybe I'll marry this woman 
because I really like her sister and I want to see her sister's nakedness. So the best way to do it is to get in close to the family. This is sad. However, it gets worse. Also, <laughs> also, excuse me, we're still learning how to work this thing. Also, I don't I want this off. Okay. Also, you shall not approach a woman to uncover. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Her nakedness during her menstrual impurity. We are not doing porn. We are not trying to. Yeah, we can leave it there. You shall not have intercourse with your neighbor's wife to be defiled with her. Remember, love thy neighbor. We're not talking about that kind of love. Leave her alone. You shall not give any of your offspring to offer them to Moloch. You can't put your kids in pageants where they can get up there and be abused and manipulated and taken advantage of by sick, twisted people. You don't go putting your children in position. Look, I am not an old fogey, but you need to put some clothes on your kids on TikTok. I'm just saying it's not okay. It's not okay. I think I'm a pretty hardy guy that can stomach a lot. I can't do TikTok anymore on any level. Everyone's half naked on there. And it's just, it, I can't do it. Remember, it's about what? Control, making sure I'm not out there dealing with that stuff. I can't. I barely can get through YouTube because somebody has to be half naked on there in order to put a stream across it. I've got to watch myself. So anyway, let's keep going. Nor shall you profane the name your God, I am the Lord. We do that all the time, which is unfortunate. You shall not lie with a male as one lies with a female. It is an abomination. Also, you shall not have intercourse with an animal to be defiled with it, nor shall any woman stand before an animal to mate with it. It is a perversion. How? How do we have to go through this? Somebody was saying, let's get that donkey. My brother, your wife, and that monkey, let's go. It had to happen this way. I'm not trying to be funny, but this is happening. Do not defile yourselves by any of these things, for by all these the nations which I am casting out before you 
have become defiled. These are all the things the Egyptians, the Canaanites, all the ites and things out there that you're going to be under that I'm pushing out of Israel, the land that I'm giving you, they do all of these things. And some of y'all are doing them. I can smell it up here in heaven. Let's keep going. For whoever does any of these abominations, those persons who do shall, shall be cut off from among their people. Thus, you are to keep my charge that you do not practice any of the abominable customs which have been practiced before you. So not as to defile yourselves with them. I am your Lord God. Now we made it through. Can you imagine? We went through all of 18 and I'm barely at 840. You got to give some brothers some love on that. I didn't spend too much time there because most of it's gross and I got to eat later. So we got through, we got through that tough portion, but now we got to deal with sexual intercourse with the divorced man or woman, people like me. I get to now, see, you get to see what happens to me and what I got to deal with. So we go to Mark chapter 10. We can actually read it here for the sake of time. Mark chapter 10, verse 11 through 12. And he said, Christ, and he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. Gosh darn it. I can't get on. I can't go to Tinder. I can't, and you know what? My dumb self have done it. I have reached some point of what, man, I just want some companionship. My wife don't want me, it's that and the third. I was making every excuse you can come up with just to fill out a profile and did it and failed miserably. I knew the minute I did it, I was in trouble. Because guess what? No matter what I did, no matter whoever I chose, I'm violating my own marriage. And I tell you, if not for God giving me strength, and then I had to recognize it too. The minute I searched, I felt dirty. That goes to the next impurity. And I wish I could tell you that it was like, oh, it's afterthought. No, it was happening during the whole process. Filling out everything, I'm knowingly trying to commit adultery, and it was burning me up. If you ever you want to know how strong your faith is, try to commit an act on behalf of your flesh. And watch what happens. Listen to this. And if she she herself divorces her husband and marries another man, she is committing adultery. This is just immorality. I haven't even got to the bunk mitt yet. That's me writing. I haven't even got there yet. Now, and can you imagine Christ had to say these things? And it goes deeper because there's a there's a video on divorce. There ain't no divorce. But guess what? If it is, you ain't getting with nobody outside of it. The only, the only, that is, this is the, Mark is like an action movie. He's like a, he's like a John Wick. He's the John Wick of the Bible. What I mean by that, he writes, it goes right on through quickly and violently. He gets right to where it needs to go to. Matthew is more of your Quentin Tarantino, long drawn out, except without all the expletives and things of that nature. But it's long, drawn out, wordy, has a lot of information. I love it. But real quick here, this is dealing with sin because there ain't no divorce in the body of Christ. None. Zero. Sure. I Now, I didn't give it. I am separate. I will never, ever in your life ever give it because I can't. That's, I made a promise to the Lord. I don't care if anybody else keep it. I got to. It's a right and a divine blessing that I got. I, I, I take it serious. With that said, we got to keep moving for the sake of time. 
now let's take a look at some more immorality. First Thessalonians 4, 3 through 8. Now, if you want some practicality on how to live as a Christian, Thessalonians got you covered, my friends. So for this is God's will. So if you ever want to know what God's will is for your life, Christian brother and sister, if you ever want to know what the what God's will is, because a lot of people say, well, you know, I know what God's will is in your life. Well, it's pretty evident in a lot of ways. So here's one of them. For this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality. We would keep away from Leviticus chapter 18. That sums it up. That each of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passions like the Gentiles who do not know God. That's this guy. I had to put controls in place to stay holy or practice it. And let me tell you something. There's a lot of times I lose, but thank God I don't involve no one else in the damage. I know enough to keep my dirt to this guy and let God deal with me at home. The minute I go out there trying to swing it around and then try to look pious, I ain't no different than every other raggedy religious man that ever stood up and told you, I'm faithful to the Lord. And they've been at every Motel 6 on the whole highway. And then some. Not with lustful passions like the Gentiles outside of God, who basically, whatever happens. Now, I'm a huge fan to tell you, and, and, I, and I've all, I get into a lot of heat with this. I don't really care, but homosexuality really doesn't exist. Okay? It's two people that decide to have relations with each other. Sex doesn't even matter anymore. I'm a man, I'm a woman. I'm, it's not even, it's irrelevant at this point. Why? Because it's about lustful passions. See, don't let religion get you mixed up and get told you this, that, and the third. It's simply about burning passion. I know a lot of macho guys out there. I'm, I, you can't, I'm, I'm all straight up women all day long. And they're the first ones stepping out on their wives. You see, burning passion crosses gender lines just as easy as water goes across concrete when you're trying to clean off your deck happens everyone can walk into a uh, loneliness everybody can walk into a moment of who cares everybody can walk into a moment of reckless abandon we got to and that's that's leading into the next one thank you father that's definitely leading into the second one impurity but nobody it can escape burning lust you can fight against it absolutely but you will have the temptation now why we have those labels because you have to i can't just be eric i gotta be a black man that comes from the poverty line uh i'm a sinner what god made that uh i'm what else am i um i have i have, I have one criminal record on there I have what else? I got you. You name it. I got a lot of labels. I'm sometimes I look if I'm looking for Penzol to see if I've been sponsored. Yep, I've been sponsored by Evil Tongue. How how can I savagely talk bad about somebody and still say, "Well, I love the Lord." I make a lot of mistakes. Thank God I don't have to wear those patches on my arm. They're on my cross. I just got to carry that heavy thing. And guess what? I don't get a lot of help most of those days. But when I do, it's definitely what was supposed to happen. Let's keep going. Listen to this. This means one must not transgress against and take advantage of a brother or sister in this manner. 
because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses, as we also previously told you and warned you. For God has not called us to impurity, but to live in holiness. Consequently, anyone who rejects this does not reject man, but God who gives us, who gives you his Holy Spirit. Pretty simple stuff here. But can you imagine? I'm under that judgment. I was definitely not say judgment. I was under that, uh, that 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 justice of God. When I messed around and tore up my family, you don't think that I was? I had to be dealt with with heavy discipline. Absolutely, and it hurt. Man, let me tell you, I'd rather have my mama tear me up with a Singapore cane than what the Lord has done. But it was necessary because my wife is my brother and sister. You know, she is in the body of Christ. I wronged her. It had to happen. God had to get after me. If not, I ain't one of his. It had to happen. And I'm, all, I'm not okay with what I did, but I'm okay that God handled that business. And he still handles that business today. Thank God. And if you're one of his, he will handle that business today. So with that, when someone you're doing things and you, and here's another thing, just because this has been added in too, and I can speak to this. There are sometimes Christians think it's their <clears throat> divine right to punish you amongst their friends, to try to out you in front of others. And God will handle that business, too. Well, look at what he did. You know, surround yourself with your with your cheerleading posse. Been there, done that, survived it, watched what happened afterwards, what the Lord has done. You don't need to raise a hand. If you're a brother and sister and someone had done you wrong. You just need to forgive, back up, let the Lord handle that business. You pray that the Lord is merciful, and you move on about your business. It's very simple. You ain't got no business taking it in your hands and trying to make things right. Now, with that being said, guess what? What other parts of immorality we have? We get to see a very clear point of just how Leviticus 18 actually played itself out in a modern setting this happens in first corinthians this is where discipline church discipline comes from now i already know i'm not going to make it to impurity but we can save that till next week and i hope you guys tune in for that we got 10 minutes but this is important my god this is important it's you know i hear people always tell me where's a where's a practicality to the bible where is it where i can see something and then say yeah i can implement that in my life we just went through Leviticus 18. We went through the entire gamut of what you should not be doing out there. We've seen some practical practical applications in 1 Thessalonians. Now we're going to see what happens when Leviticus 18 is not heeded. Listen to this. It's actually reported, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1, it's actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you and the kind of sexual immorality that is not even tolerated amongst the Gentiles. A man is sleeping with his father's wife. Lord, have mercy. We just read that in Leviticus, did we not? And Paul said, it's come to my attention. I was looking at Facebook and I noticed someone sent me a message. Or well, I was on Instagram, the old way, what we call Instagram in the old days, we will call it, um, um, I don't know a good, I don't know a good name right now, but I'm running out of ideas. Let me see. We will call it Instascribe. So Paul gets a DM. He's like, who's sliding my DMs knowing I'm Paul? 
turns it over, looks at it. It's somebody, Chloe, saying, look, this dude is sleeping with his father's wife. The church knows they're okay with it. Paul sitting there going, what? No, no, come on. And then he gets, guess what? Then there's two witnesses. Now he knows it's for real. So he said he sends the letter back. It is actually reported. He's telling you, I know on good authority. The people that reported to me, righteousness and holiness is part of their lifestyle. They've actually told me there is sexual immorality among you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And the kind of sexual immorality that is not even tolerated amongst the Gentile, even non-believers would not stoop this low. Now remember, Leviticus was talking to the Israelites. Now, he's, this is Paul saying, look, even the Gentiles, they didn't even do that. We had to get given them commands as the, Jew, as, as, Jew, as the Israelites. He said, it's gotten so bad the Gentiles are going, ugh. Good Lord, you're doing this with your mother? Well, it's 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 your mother, dog. Well, I mean, you have to understand, it's your mother, dog. Well, she's a milk. Mother, dog. Mother's Day is not Valentine's Day for you, homie. That's your mom. Listen to this. A man is sleeping with his father's wife. Your mom, dog. Can you imagine? Paul had to throw that smart. He, if I a Blackberry, because you know they're old. He threw that Blackberry against the wall. He was mad as I don't know what. Sleeping with your mom and the church is fine with it. Listen to this. And here's the worst part. And you are arrogant. Shouldn't you be filled with grief and removed from your congregation, the one who did this? We have footage of what the church discipline looks like. Now, this goes on. This is me writing, by the way. So we go on about we go. We can go through First Corinthians. We're going to make it there because Galatians. I did a story. What well, did a story? I did a Bible study on the on the good, the bad, the ugly. So the first was the good, the Philippians. Now we're in Galatians, the bad, and the last church we're going to do before before I go on the other is the ugly. I started this last year, and we still rolling strong. But can you imagine? They were arrogant about it. So the dude that was sleeping with his mom. So the dude that was sleeping with his moms was arrogant about it. So what? I'm sleeping with my mom. So what? I'm taking care of business. I'm handling business. And he's arrogant about it. He could care. He's bragging to the church. Can you imagine giving a sermon 
You're supposed to love your neighbors. You love my wife. Look, I lo you should love your wife like I love my mother. I make sure my mother has her needs met. I make sure her intimacy is met. I make sure that her clothes are met. I make sure that everything is taken care of for my mother because that's the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. And can you imagine the church look? Your mom, dog? And some are like, well, you know, love's love. Can you imagine? That's why I always tell you, you want to see some real atrocity? You think it's bad outside? Wait till you get inside a religious church. That's Jerry Springer on crack. Because religion cannot stop. Look, let's go back there. You know we had to go back there for the sake of clarity. Let's go back there to go to verse 23. Because why is this happening in the Philippian church? Because religion and humbleness in religion and severe treatment of the body. Oh, look at me. I'm just... I'm just restricting myself to a pure vegan diet. All oh, those poor pigs and, and, and cows. The severe treatment of the body, but as of no value, it can't help against fleshly indulgence. You will. It does not stop anything. No religion on this earth will stop a man from sinning. On the, on the contrary, it's going to blow it up. Because guess what? When you go out there and you see that pastor that's been putting his hands in a cookie jar and it starts to affect other people's families and when they start to speak out, what happens to the religion? What do they say? Well, this man has done so much good. I just can't believe he did that. How many times we see that in the, in the news? Oh, we just transformed to a new parish. Oh, we just moved that. Oh, the, the Baptist pastor that slept with his was slept with his daughter and his niece and, and the choir director. We just go forgive and let them stay in there because this guy generates money for the church. He has a network deal. He's still going to be seen. We can show the rest of the world we forgive, even though this man is doing every sense of immorality he could come up with. And just because he's done some good deeds, all of a sudden he gets a pass. Well, if you go through Corinthians chapter 5, you notice he don't get no path, the pass. He, he has to get handled. If the churches stay clean, he got to go. It's just the way it is. But as we got four minutes left, I think we can really nail down the fact that we understand just how far immorality can go. And when we look at immorality for what it is, pornea. Oh, let's actually go to Romans uh, Romans gives you another illustration because Romans chapter one lowers the gambit as well. So let's take a look real quick. Um, so here's this is a good example of these Corinthian guys in here professing to be wise. They became fools and exchanged the glory of the incorruptible God for an image in the form of a corruptible man. Oh, we love our theologians. They know exactly who God is and birds of four footed animals and crawling creatures. So you got everything from uh, Druids to Wiccans to the Indian cult. You name it. Somebody's worshiping something. Therefore, God gave them over to their lusts of their hearts to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. For they exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped the severed or served the creature. I said severed. <laughs> they were and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. We start looking after just ourselves. I want to get my rocks off. I'm going on Tinder. I'm going on Grinder. I'm going on Ham Fist. I'm going on Get It All. I'm going on every site I can because you know what? I'm a decent human being. I don't rob banks. I don't shoot anybody. So I want to get my freak on with whoever, whenever I decide. 
I'm a grown adult. I can do it. And nowhere does his, is his conscience even close to saying, well, not as your mom, dog. So, I'm a grown man. I take care of business. For this reason, God gave them over to their degrading passions. For the women exchanged the natural function for which is unnatural. And the same way also men abandoned the natural function of women and burned in their desire toward one another. Men with men committing indecent acts and receiving in their own persons the due penalty of their error. And just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to their depraved mind to do the things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness. I do what I want to do. You have men and women. How many times we see scandals of teachers taking advantage of their students? How many times that has happened? And even worse, how many times you watch To Catch a Predator with Chris Hansen? Some of those guys defended their desire. Well, hey, man, like Jeff Soker. Oh, well, I don't think it's a big deal to be friends with him. Jeff, come on, man. It's easy to commit your immorality behind the safety of a camera. But the minute you start to go out and you have to go put your hands on, that's the burning passion. Just strip all the labels away. Take all the labels away. And just, if you just do what you want, and you just, to hell with everybody. I don't care what nobody thinks. You are now doing whatever you like, no matter how anybody else feels or can deal with. You just override anything. You, we just go do what we want to do. We go teach your kids what we want to do. We go teach you. We go get with my mom and my dad. We go do what we want to do. And ain't no God go tell us different. Well, you know what? I get it. I get it. It is not as simple and cut and dry for me to sit up here and tell you that you're going to have a kind of life that is ideally biblically lined up. I would be a liar if I told you that was going to happen. I am living proof of every bit of sexual immorality you could talk about. And let me tell you, it, I didn't care as long as I was satisfied and I got what I wanted. And here I am today, living proof that God can do business. He can handle things. He can take care of your life. But here's the thing. And the thing that I have to stress to everybody listening to me. You will stumble in this life. Religion tries to tell you. You've seen those faces, right? You've seen the faces where they're just, oh. We're the greatest Christians in the world. Those are the ones I can't, I don't trust them at all. The more teeth I see, the more stuff hide behind them teeth. I just wish I can turn and peek on one of them teeth. That's why I got a gap in my tooth. You, I can't hide from nothing. You're going to see what's happening in them teeth. No, they closed and perfect and white. I don't trust them. Those are the ones that are doing the most dirt. I can deal with and relate to people that are fighting against their sins day in and day out. I have people that are trying to adjust in the new climate that we're living in as whatever is happening is happening. You got to a point where they are now trying to lower the age to come after your children. So that man can say, well, your 15 your year old daughter said she liked me. It was on Facebook. She's consent. It's OK. They, there are all types of things coming for your babies. And they feel every bit justified in doing so. It, it, is, it is a dangerous world we're living in. And it's just getting darker. 
there are a lot of things that people used to have to hide to find is only a click away on the internet. I wish I can tell you things will get better, but to, if I'm going to tell you the truth, I got to tell it to you like it is, it's going to get far worse. It will never get better. It will become until it hits your nose and you can't turn from it no more. It ain't got to do with conservatism. It ain't got to do with liberalism. It ain't got to do with Baptists. It ain't got to do with Roman. All of those things are just labels. It is one thing. Someone wants something else their way and to hell with anybody that stops it. Plain and simple. I'm just keeping it real. Whoever it hurts, don't matter. If they agree with you, great. But you're never satisfied at that point. You're just not. I'm so glad to hear people talk about how well everything's working for them. I'm, I'm glad. I'm so glad when you say, I, I, I have a Christian life. Everything's going good for me. Everything is fantastic. I don't have any stress or struggles. Well, yeah, you ain't, you ain't a danger to anybody. So, yeah, you're, you're an enemy. You're a non-combatant. You ain't in no trouble. The rest of us are sitting in Ukraine right now under siege with the sin that we've committed and the sins that are being committed against us. And all of it goes upward. So what's the, what's the answer? What's the solution? What can we do to, 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 to protect ourselves, to wall ourselves? Well, you can't wall yourself off. That's the one thing you can't do. Can't close your eyes, stick your head in the sand, act like it's not happening. It's happening, baby. And it's flying off the hook. What you can do is be at peace with God. What you can do is trust in Christ. What you can do is believe in Christ. What you can do is let God do the work in your life. Being an atheist for 27 years, 27 years, and here I am standing, or now I'm sitting right now, telling you about the goodness and grace of God. This is not, a, this is not by accident. If this useless wretch in front of you in this camera right now, this guy, this useless piece of trash can sit here and tell you that God can rescue anybody, then it can happen. And let me tell you, my family can attest, I was a piece of trash. But now I get to hold my head up, not because I deserve it, not because I think I'm better, because I've seen what God has done and he's lifted my head up for me. Trust me, I don't believe in myself at all. I know better. I have, there's no confidence I have that I can do whatever it is I do. I have skills. I have abilities. Sure, absolutely. If somebody brings the phone in, I can repair it. Yeah, no problem. But there are times my own staff have heard me say, Father, look, I, you got to get me through this repair because I just don't have it today. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real, man. You ain't got to believe the way we do. But I'm glad that you you stood around. You may listen to it. Maybe you may pick up some 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 nuggets of wisdom. Maybe you can use some of this. Whatever this is, how I believe and what I believe to the nth degree, and what I'm willing to die for. I am not trying to sell you or push you or offer you anything. This Bible study is here every week for anyone and everyone to hear the word of the Lord, and definitely not hear my opinions on things. My opinions are as worthwhile as wooden nickels at a bank. They just don't hold up. So I made it to 9.05. Oh, my God. I did it in an hour today, and I didn't even get to impurity. So next week, we get to cover impurity. And you notice immorality and impurity are really tied together. Like both were being used a lot in the Bible here. So, But next week, impurity is going to come out. So the bunk mate, So now immorality can go back to the top bunk. 
And now we taking out we taking out impurity and putting him in the interrogation room and putting that hot spotlight on him. And we go handle business. So I love you very much, guys. I will see you guys soon. Uh, I hang around usually a little bit after the after the uh, the stream. I record the podcast and say hi to everybody. So I love you very much. I will see you guys soon. Uh, I'm praying for you. Hope to see you next week at the Bible study. Everybody's welcome. Ain't nobody. Atheist, you definitely welcome. You know I'm with you. Religious folks, watch out. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.